0: I'm 40% podcast. I'm 40% podcast. You know I'm 40% podcast, baby. You know I'm 40% podcast.
1: Jinx Monsoon, and welcome to I'm 40% Podcast, the Futurama review podcast where a bunch of queer people get slightly stoned and talk about a TV show that hasn't been on for about 10 years. I'm Jinx Monsoon, and as always, I have my co host, my biological son, and one of my best friends, Nick Sahoya. Say hello, Nick.
0: Hello, audience. Very glad to be here.
1: You know, it's, it's no one's fault. It's just sometimes life gives you a dud. Our guest today is Brandon Rogers, who's a very funny comedian, a YouTube celebrity, and the co writer and star of the new animated show, Hell of a Boss. Brandon Rogers, everyone. Hello, Brandon. Uh,
2: uh, Madame Mansoon, out of everyone who's ever introduced me in any interview ever, your introductions are the hardest for me to, because then the, uh, you set the bar so fucking high. He's this group. You're the. I should have you at my funeral. I hope I die before you. Oh because my god! He would give I'd a love great to give your eulogy. <laughs> the introduction. Yeah. Is there an introduction? I mean, this at is how this is how good you talk about me when I'm alive. I can only imagine you should write a book about me when I'm dead.
0: Brandon, I hate to disappoint you, but she's 100 percent going to die before you.
1: That's oh. that might well, have been true when I still drank. Okay. But, but I've <laughs> I I've, I've slowed the clock down. Considerably in the last years. Put your finger two, in the death and clock, James. I'm not i not <laughs> Put your don't money where know. your mouth is. I don't wanna know. Fate is not determined. It can be affected by our free will. Um I know that's a debate whether that's true or not. Um oh, the I, one I, who I, the one who survived would probably disagree. I just binged Loki. I'm sorry. I'm gonna so stay on one so TV good, show. Huh? Brandon, you know a lot about TV. Um, you wrote, created and starred in your own television show, A Magic Funhouse. Do you fun think house. that's how we met
2: each other was it during is that because, era?
1: Because I was a fan and I don't respect boundaries.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm really happy we, you didn't. Know. I didn't I like to think I didn't respect your boundaries either. It seemed mutual. We were Um, both diddlers. (laughs) Diddlers on the roof.
1: (laughs) Mutual respect led to mutual boundary breaking. (laughs) Yes. And and now we're very good friends. Brandon, um, uh, with your recent forays into animation, do you think you're going to be able to see behind the scenes a little bit in this episode? Do you think... Uh, (gasps) Are you able to watch a, an animated show now as an audience member or do you watch it as like a creative like oh that must have taken 3 months to get that <laughs> that anime, animatronic
2: correction <laughs> Yeah I, well for, I, I mostly most of the animations I watch especially like like you know what we were watching for Futurama there's so long ago it was pre-covid they're probably Possibly all in the same room together and every time I see uh, behind the scenes of people in the same room together I get a little jealous because my animation career kind of happened during COVID so I know of it as an isolated You're in a booth by yourself sometimes in in a building by yourself with one other technician and it's very lonely Um, but it's crazy how good uh, Vivian animates Hell of a Boss. It, it looks so polished. And then you see other animations that were on primetime TV, you know, in the 90s <laughs> or so. And you're like, she would not have let that shot fly. She wouldn't have let that, you know. So uh, it, the, the bar has definitely been set. You know, I stepped into the world of animation through one of the best independent animators there is right now. And I'm I'm, you know, for me, the bar is set high with her because now I look at everyone else and and um It's just, it's, once you start at Hell of a Boss, you know, it's, it's uh, a lot of stuff can look amateur when that's your, because I don't know a lot about animation either. So, you know, just from what I've seen behind the scenes of Hell of a Boss, I kind of hold that standard to a lot of other things. And I I don't know anything about animation, though. I don't know how to, I can barely... I can, draw I can barely decently. pick
1: up this joint. I don't even know I how can to barely do nothing. pick up
2: these tits. You want me to draw a picture of them?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Brandon, I'm so excited to have your comedic eye on this episode and um, your behind-the-scenes knowledge professional that you are. N- Nick, aren't we lucky to have Brandon as a guest?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, great. You guys hang out all the time. You take baths together or whatever
2: i am a fan of yours too uh you're
0: uh, oh yeah yeah big fan big fan i just i just wanted to say that i took a bath with jinx first that's all it was like a long time ago like we've okay. known each other for a long long time no i haven't that's no, all not, no no but it's yeah really, great i love magic funhouse yeah, I, I love do. um yeah it's, just, it's, it's just, all it's not a competition blame so, the yeah. hero really funny love it oh but I, I have known her a lot a lot longer
2: I, no, I, 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 I'm not
1: comparing. So today's episode of Futurama is called When Aliens Attack, it's season two, episode three, and um, it feels very prescient, um, prescient, pre- prescient? Prescient, it feels very prescient.
0: I think there's a party at, preci- at Prescient downtown. <laughs> prescient, <laughs> um,
1: they? did it pull through? Did Prescient pull through? Um... Prescient is
0: alive. (laughs)
1: Okay, good. Um, Alive and well. (laughs) So this episode is highly significant um, to the the overall arc of the Futurama timeline, um, because it is our first episode where we are introduced to, to... um, the Omicronians from Omicron Persei 8. And I'm sorry if that's triggering for anyone who recently had Omicron. I am one such person. So is Nick. Um, Brandon, I, no, let's I hope we negative. can't. I <laughs>
0: tested
1: Oh, my God. So all that belly aching for nothing. <laughs> I mean,
0: I was sick. <laughs> oh, okay. You had I was sick enough to think it was COVID. Did you that have not a, count for Did anything? you
1: have a cold? <laughs> a little tummy ache. Can you imagine? We'll learn,
0: if, like, we'll learn on Futurama B- being... that a, a common cold is actually quite serious <laughs> um, in season you, seven or so. <laughs>
1: can you imagine if people started being really like bitchy to each other, like, oh, you were sick? We have such high standards for illness now. Um, Yes. Yes, the common cold. Okay, I'm going to digress for one second, and then we're going to get to the episode. But the common cold is actually, it can knock you on your ass because we've all been indoors for like two and a half years. So uh, I'm adding time to
0: the... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Are are we talking about how long you've been inside? Because I think that's (laughs) like half a decade.
1: (laughs) Anyway... um, (laughs) Uh, the common cold can knock you on your ass now because we've all we were all indoors protecting ourselves, and now our defenses are lowered towards things that we used to just like, you know, give me a cold, whatever. I got a cold. I'm still gonna I'm still gonna shoot this porn scene. My dick ain't sick. My dick ain't sick. Okay, let's roll the cameras. All right. So, oh
2: my <laughs> um, God. so we start
0: in a flashback to 1999. Fry's delivering pizza, as he does. He goes to a TV station. It's a Fox affiliate, so it's kind of not a TV station. And single female lawyer is on. Oh my
1: gosh, is this a TV station? Well, Mm -hmm. it's a a Fox
0: Fox affiliate. affiliate. (laughs) And we get a little glimpse of uh, the fake show... Single Female Lawyer, which is a parody of Ally McBeal, and I think it's a really good parody of David E. Kelly, who I think is the worst writer ever.
1: (laughs) I never watched Ally McBeal. My mom did, so I would see it when I would, like, sneak through the living room to go get snacks or something. Um, Was it good? I've
2: never seen it. Is
0: it...
1: I don't think it no. was good, um, but...
0: Wait, there's I, no way of knowing we can, but I between think the everyone, three of us. We have no I idea. I think
1: everyone watched it. But the big the big things I remember from it, and this was like what was the big... Like everyone talked about this, um, is that uh, it was a unisex bathroom or a co-ed bathroom and the dancing baby. The little baby oh my god and that's, jinx that's can i pay meme. you a real
0: compliment when oh my god, the dancing what? baby made an appearance in the jinx and Dela holiday special i i laughed out loud that was thank a highlight you. for me thank really
2: you really good yes. little
0: background joke i yeah. got it thank Brenda, you did you get it
2: i didn't get it at first no yeah i mean i think i think you <laughs> well i guess that we that I just didn't. get each other's humor a
0: little better than yeah, you yeah, and well, jinx I, you know. know yeah
2: yeah walk right into that but Next. uh Yes, I, I I was watching this episode with subtitles and I uh, realized watching it that unisex is just you and I sex. Oh <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. Brandon, I was like, oh, I'm gonna use Brandon, that word more Brandon,
1: now. Brandon. Um yay for Brandon. Anyway <laughs> Um so I never watched Ally McBeal Uh, Fry spills his beer on the Fox affiliate uh, circuit board and that kills that TV station forever which Uh, reaches light years away yeah, and then we jump ahead, A Thousand Light Years, and we see that the Omicronians from Omicron Persei 8 are watching said episode, and it cuts out and just throws them into a blind fury. Especially then, when they
0: say, uh, we now bring you eight animated shows in a row, which really he, puts them over the top. just
1: disintegrates <laughs> his television. Now, I, of course, was like a kid or a preteen at the time that Fox first started doing, like, I don't remember what day day of the week, but it was it was just a block of animated shows. Um, I was in heaven. That was my renaissance. That was my TV renaissance.
2: <laughs> Are we the same age? I feel like we're very close in age, the way you talk I'm, about TV.
1: A lady never tells. I'm 34.
2: I'm about to turn 34. So we have we have very much of oh, And Nick, wait, you're the same age too, right? we I'm uh,
0: 34. So yes, you're younger than me. Thanks for rubbing it <laughs> in. <laughs> you could
2: have gone with 33 and I would have maybe believed you. But but uh, <laughs> Nick
1: is my biological son who's the exact same age as me um, and <laughs> so it's a it's a time paradox. T-
0: time is a flat circle. <laughs> uh, just don't ask too many questions.
1: Um so <laughs> The episode in earnest uh, picks up with the the the, <laughs> the Futurama crew having a beach day. because you know. Labor Day. Because it's Labor Day, so you go to the beach with all your coworkers.
0: Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why are they hanging out with their coworkers because on their day Because they don't off? like
1: anyone else. They don't have any other friends. Zoidberg is uh, Zoidberg, is Zoidberg so he doesn't have any other friends. Leela is um, aggressive and not a lot of people put up with her. Fry's a dummy. Um, why doesn't
0: Amy have any friends? She seems cool.
1: Amy should have We friends. only That's... see her
2: when she's on the show. You know yeah. with the rest of it, yeah. but that's the rule of every sitcom. And most sitcoms are actually quite depressing because, like <laughs> The Office, Cheers, these people have no social lives outside of the people they were. That's just you, you can't have characters with other bubbles because then that's other that's more budget we have to explore. It's really Mm -hmm. sad. But I would say if I saw a group on the beach, like, you know, a a lobster and uh, and his (laughs) old lab, with the professor's lab coat, that's kind of a beachy (laughs) robe. I like that he (laughs) didn't sacrifice his aesthetic for the beach. (laughs) I would hang out with them if I saw them.
1: They're a diverse group. Speaking of beach
0: outfits, uh, I loved uh, Leela's swimsuit with the little, it was like a blue, and then it had a little tummy cutout. Yeah, because it's the
1: future. So you have to cut out... You have to cut out little It holes. was very chic.
0: It was like <laughs> Chanel.
1: Uh, this is a, this is an episode, you know, anytime there's anything beach related, sea related, fish related, Zoidberg gets lots of moments to shine. Um, but they really don't, they don't, they never decide if Zoidberg's a lobster or a crab and he bounces back and forth this episode a lot. I don't know why that sticks why, with me. I don't what, know why yeah, it The me. distinction,
0: the <laughs> distinction for you is I don't think they ever call him a crab. I don't he think scuttles. one time.
1: He goes, I'm going to go for a nice scuttle. And then lobster he moves Lobster like scuttle. But then he gets caught in a lobster um, cage. So please just let me know, Futurama creators. He's a crustacean <laughs>
0: alien. He's neither a lobster or a crab, but he's obviously more like a lobster.
1: You know what, I... It, I think the writers just gave themselves an out because he's a crab when he needs to be, he's a yeah. lobster when he what needs to be. When is he a crab? He's an alien occasionally. Alien seems to be. Why don't we focus on the fact that he's from a different planet rather than the fact that he's either a <laughs> lobster it? or a crab?
0: He's um, just a generic
2: crustacean of, of. I think he's more lobstery though, right? Does those are no. lobstery. Okay. <laughs> He's more lobster. If he was a
0: crab, he would have one bigger than the other. Like crabby. One should be so lucky.
1: What beach are they at, Jinx? Monument Beach. Because, What's that like? Because in the twenty six hundreds, they elected a supervillain governor <laughs> who stole all the monuments, and I don't know. And then somehow they ended up on this beach. Um, the The supervillain governor has been carved into Mount Rushmore. He looks like he looks like an evil scientist. He looks a lot more like kind of fun and zany than our current supervillain governors. <laughs> like those people look boring as fuck.
0: Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I wish if.
0: People. Oh, yeah. You gotta have a gimmick.
1: They, were, <laughs> yeah. they just wanted someone different. They wanted someone from outside.
2: <laughs>
1: I Shake know he's system. a super villain, but I'm voting for him because he's not a politician, you know?
2: <laughs> um,
0: Bender is barbecuing inside of himself, mm-hmm. which is weird. But then he seems to be surprised when his butt gets too hot. But it's I like, why that. would
1: it not?
2: I, I think. It, so. Yeah.
1: I thought about this, and I think it's because um, something uh, like a safety, a failsafe or something, was uh, malfunctioning. Like, he seems okay, to be pretty it. confident with the fact that he cooks inside himself, and when you see the, um, when you see the glowing red ass it's kind of like a spill has taken place and not so much like the ass isn't uniformly glowing. It's like, doesn't it look like a rash spreading <laughs> on his ass?
2: It's amazing how many problems can be solved by just dipping yourself into the water, you know? Yeah. Like you just go into the ocean and everything's fine. Salt
1: water. Yes. I smell salt water. <laughs>
2: Ooh, I went in a salt water hot
0: tub last week. It was very nice. Have you done that? What's the point? That You don't have to chlorinate it as much because the salt kills the microbes. Or something. It's gonna come out
1: all salty.
0: Well, I took a shower afterwards. What are you,
1: brining yourself?
0: (laughs) It was a a hot tub of a building. Like, I was going to shower afterwards either way. hot tub?
1: Is this where you got COVID? A friend of a friend. Her
0: name is... (laughs) Well, actually, maybe.
1: (laughs) All right. Um.
0: <laughs> a little girl got in there so like me and two <laughs> gay guys stop.
1: No, I pull me and the plug. two gay guys
0: <laughs> and a lady were sitting in there and talking about sex you know because we're fun and like a little girl got in there with her uh, old man and we had to just sit there and think of something else to talk about
1: <laughs> oh, Um God.
0: And we there's couldn't a, think of anything. That's all we bully, talk about. There's
1: a bully on the beach who um knocks down Bryce's <laughs> Sandcastle and yeah. um um it turns out he's a bully for hire. <laughs> when, when Leela tries to actually date the bully, it turns out he's gay. I was thinking about this. This is like, what, 2003, 2002, or 2003? No, 2002, it's, it, well, whatever. It's, it's early in the there. 2000s. This gay bully who's in the episode for like uh, 25 seconds and <laughs> who's just kind of a generic bully who happens to be gay, that was the most we could ask for for representation at this time.
2: <laughs> like, that was like... He was that a great was character. It wasn't <laughs> punching down, like I, I, it was,
1: I, I. It wasn't punching down, but it is kind of like it did kind of feel like, "Hey, gay people, don't worry, we know yeah. you exist." Uh, but we, we got to get hey, on hey, with hey. our episode now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he seemed um, to have the best life of anyone there. He's he got looked, a thriving business.
1: He looked fine.
0: He yeah, <laughs> he's got a great beach body. He was shaped like um. Like the letter T, like a capital T. Just like big shoulders, mm-hmm. like
2: skinny little waist. It's I want to know what that existence is. is like to be one of, like, just, you just travel and model. Oh my, we all know one. <laughs> we all know one personally, or several. They're, they're, their lives yeah. are a wonder to me. I would never want to be, um like, a mo- just a model. and tra- It seems like a very glamorous life, but I like doing what I do. But I live vicariously. Whenever I meet people like that, I, I like to get to know... If you
1: want to live vicariously through an extremely attractive person, follow Sean Ford on Instagram. Um, Shout out to Sean Ford, um, uh, uh, an adult entertainer. Um, Every other photo that he posts is like this photo's in Ibiza, this photo's in um, (laughs) New Orleans, this photo's in Paris.
0: Brett is actively following
2: him. (laughs) Of (laughs) course, (laughs) of course. course. Everything's in somewhere. (laughs) That's it's 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 all of my most attractive friends travel the most, and that's just how it is. And that's I'm not a huge fan of traveling, but I love it for them. I love being like, yeah, oh, that is what the Great Wall of China may and- appear like.
0: <laughs> Do you think if you're attractive enough, you just show up to the airport and they're like, yeah, get on?
1: Here you go. No, really, that's
2: true. They, they, we yeah. were
1: waiting for you. We haven't met our quota of attractive <laughs> attractive people on this flight, so we well, have a flight has a at seat least open one.
2: To
0: you know, <laughs> oh my god, has has you have you from. ever sat next to him?
2: Have oh, you ever nice. seen a really hot podcast? Y- you pilot. can actually
0: accidentally <laughs> fall asleep on his shoulder. That's nice.
2: And you know how you can prove <laughs> it? Go to the DMV. They don't have the same service. Go to the DMV and go on an airplane. There's always hotter people on the for on the ladder. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, this this uh, hot gay bully. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> hot bully. I, I feel
0: like hot gay bully talk- is a t-shirt that we could market.
1: <laughs> hot gay bully. That, that is fans a good The fans of i
0: 40% podcast can wear the hot gay bully shirt
1: i like this idea um so when you
0: put it on jinxmerch.net
1: we're gonna have to speed through the rest of the beach happenings because we need to get to the meat of the episode now, why are you um, the one pushing us
0: i'm always the one who's I'm trying to get us to talk now. about I'm that i'm the episode. producer
1: now you lost I know, it's, rights, dark. So you lost it's a dark privileges. era um it's so- like when
0: norman osborne was the president <laughs> of shield you remember that <laughs> dark rain <laughs>
1: So Nibbler eats Amy's bikini. She sprays on a new one. Mm -hmm. Professor says, oh my. Um, Zoidberg can't play volleyball because of his ambiguous claws. Now you're
0: going backwards. Um,
1: No, I'm just getting all the hot bits out of the beach. Eventually, oh, um, <laughs> eventually, there is an attack on Monument Beach. All the monuments are destroyed by alien invaders. And thus, we are brought in to the main storyline of the episode. Um, probably why they titled it, When Aliens Attack. So, the Omicronians invade Earth. And um, at this time, there's a president <laughs> named President McNeil and he was that in relation to <laughs> Tress?
0: Ah. <laughs>
2: oh.
1: Probably. It's probably an easter egg for you guys
2: we'll to this I notice that I hear her voice, is the anchor, and then I hear the word McNeil a little. She's sentence. everywhere. She's everywhere in Futurama. She's the anchor.
1: She's um, uh, she's the the Omicronian queen. Uh, Tress McNeil is if you watch The Simpsons and Futurama mm-hmm. and Disenchanted, she's literally
0: almost every female voice.
1: She um, is speaking the of prominent Tress. female voice actor of our time.
0: Yes. yes. At- I think, um, the anchor has one of my favorite lines that the anchor does. And she says, uh, once again, today's winning lotto number was four. What's happening joke. in the future? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, does everyone win? Like, yeah, dude, and it's just a small amount.
2: Or is like, or is like no one playing anymore? And there's like, yeah. but I, I, cause I thought the same thing. I'm like, what are they telling us about the future? Like are a lot of people winning or is no one playing? But, or is the same person winning every day? Oh. Who knows? I-, I like how big they keep it though <laughs> It's up to you to decide what that means
1: <laughs> That's good writing you Make it the audience's job to figure out what's going on uh- <laughs> well, they're lazy. I'm the
2: only no, one all not all smoking on weed
0: f- I'm the only one not smoking weed and I feel like a square
2: I've
1: never well, smoked weed you in this room weed? Don't you have weed in every room of your apartment?
0: I don't smoke weed in the mornings anymore <laughs>
1: What I'm getting, I'm getting old. (laughs) Who are you? I normally don't either, unless I'm, you know, working. Um, So, (laughs) um, so uh, what I like is that President McNeil is making an address to Earth um, to talk about what to do about this alien invasion, and is first statement is they need to really kowtow they need to lick boot and they need to give the aliens whatever they want the aliens come on to say all they want is McNeil give us McNeil and the rest of your planet shall be spared and then we cut back to President McNeil who says as I was saying we can't let these (laughs) aliens boss us around we can't give them whatever they want so it's time to attack and then he pulls in that brand again. Now, I have no understanding. I know that eventually Zatfrenigan will get fresh Brannigan from his bloody
0: triumph over the pacifists of the Gandhi <laughs> Nebula. <laughs> Twenty-five how, star generals, Zatfrenigan
1: have his position. He is so incompetent. I don't know that he's maintained. I don't know how he's maintained this leader. Look of at the our
0: system, Earth bro. Army. Look at our friggin' system. All the Bush appointees, all the George W. Bush and Trump appointees, still have jobs. Like there's no accountability, man. They
1: still. Have jobs,
0: yeah. Sean Spicer gets to go on Dancing with the Stars after lying to America for a a profession. Dancing with the
1: Stars sold its soul a long time ago. (laughs) Dancing Dancing with the Stars has lost all credibility it once had with me. (laughs) She's just mad because
0: they've never casted her.
1: I don't want to dance with no stars. Um, you would they, be the star, they, idiot. No, they'd be casting me as the professional <laughs> dance.
0: You're the <laughs> Juliet Huff.
1: They'll be there every episode. <laughs> uh, okay, so, um, so you know, they start war with the Omicronians. Every they, uh, Zap Brannigan does a drafting. Anyone with a ship must fight in this um, battle. Um. And then he activates the um, robot patriotism units, so Bender has no choice but to um, uh, go fight for Earth in this battle against the Omicron Om- Omicronians.
2: Sorry. Omicronians. Yeah. Let's we get not a
1: little confuse the two universes <laughs>
0: <laughs> We get a little boot camp uh, where Zap is teaching everyone to be soldiers, and I think my favorite line is the key to victory is discipline, which means a well-made bed. <laughs> you'll practice until you can make your bed in your sleep. <laughs> and I <Fries laughs> says, while I'm sleeping in it. And Zap says, you won't have time for sleep. Not with all the bed-making you'll be doing. Not with all the bed-making <laughs> you'll be doing.
1: <laughs> Brandon, I'm realizing because we were having such a lovely time chatting before, um, I forgot to ask you, are you a fan of, excuse me, Futurama? Uh, did you watch Futurama when it originally aired? Yes. Yes. Um,
2: yes yes my, my family my family was big on that uh sunday night fox primetime lineup with um simpsons family guy future well i was family family guy was just maybe even not even started yet when this was yeah, happening. No,
0: there was a time guy, where they were both on fox there was a was brief it, period where they but, were both uh, not on yet fox. not yet not in season two yeah. No. Well,
2: my, my, my family was oh that was always on the, even when we were having dinner it was just kind of permanently left on so I saw all of these episodes whenever they aired but I haven't watched them since um, so it is it is a throwback just hearing like the the theme song when I watched this episode was just such a the nostalgia theme song blast
1: slaps.
2: Well, I remember it took me back to, because I was there the night, because I was a very big Simpsons fan when the pilot dropped. So it was a big deal for me. And I remember being at my grandma's house, watching it, comparing it to the Simpsons. (laughs) And then when the intro comes on after Fry goes into the the freezer, I remember thinking like, fuck yeah, like, is it going to live up to the Simpsons intro? And me at like, what, I was 11 or whatever, however old I was going like, this is amazing. So it brought back all that hearing that opening.
1: I immediately loved it as a kid because of Katie Seagal voicing Leela. And (laughs) I was, as a child, like so many drag queens, as a child, I was obsessed with Peg Bundy. So to hear her voice voicing a cartoon character, that was what got me hooked immediately. But then as an adult, it's lines like... You won't have any time for sleeping, not with all the bed making you were doing. That's why I love it as an adult. This is some really good writing, like as far as a stupid comedy show. Mm-hmm. Like the bed making line it, to uh, me is an example of why Futurama is one of the best TV shows of television.
2: It's really good absurdity. It's like, what do you, I wrote down, stop exploding, you cowards. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's very good absurdity. Um, so let's just- They go into battle. Let's pose <laughs> a hypothetical. If, if you, if we were living in this future yeah. and we happen to be working somewhere or we happen to have ships of our own mm-hmm. um, and someone drafted a battle to save the human race, what role would you play in this battle, like on your ship? Or or would you be a conscientious objector?
2: No, I'd be part of it. Well, I'd be the one entertaining the troops. There's a lot of, <laughs> oh, there's a lot of you know, USO. There's a lot of, well, <laughs> you know, uh, there's a, lately there's a lot of female divas, drag queens. I fit in this weird, I do this kind of Tracy Ullman thing or whatever you want to call it, whatever the fuck I do. So I like to think maybe the troops might, and a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of my fan base uh, are military people, which I had no idea. So I think. <laughs> I don't know why I made that
1: face, I'm sorry. I made a face of They're game uh, too. But, dis- uh, just believe
2: in shock and horror all at the
1: same time.
2: That's what but, I would be doing. Man, I would be on the ship and I'd be entertaining all of them. And, uh, if, 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 you know, the battle lasted longer than a few hours, then I'd have to do a meet and greet. And, and if it lasts longer than that, then I'd have to, I'd hopefully, I have merch ready to go. But, uh, who knows <laughs> how to prepare that to like K- to G- to the game. Bully. Hockey
0: <laughs> K- Bully shirt coming to your depot.
2: Merch while it's and battle is happening. <laughs> <laughs> Well,
1: Brandon mm. the capitalist, everyone, profiting off of war. So I'm a good old American, <laughs> what can
2: I say? Well if you're gonna um, be
0: a war profiteer, I think t-shirts is better than like AK-47s.
2: <laughs> I'd say t-shirts and condoms, because we don't know, we're fighting an alien race, who knows what they'll give us. We'll have lobsters, I don't know. A new a new freedom.
1: What happens next? They're in battle. They do destroy what we think is the Omicronian ship. And um, and they think they've won the battle. This is one of my favorite reveals. I wish I could do this reveal on stage where you think it's just a night sky and you think it's just stars in the sky. And then the thing like the spaceship flips over and then you realize that was just the underbelly of the spaceship. I wish I could do that with a dress. <laughs> oh. Where it's like, I don't know, where I'm up against the night sky and you think it's just stars and it's just like the ruffles in my petticoats. I don't know. And then I flip it over and it's like, it's me.
2: And, and everyone's like,
1: ah, she was there the whole time. <laughs>
2: okay. Disneyland does a lot of star illusions. I'm always, I, I think those are... Stars are you a Disney gay? Oh yeah, I go to Disney um, at least once a year.
1: This is blowing my mind.
2: Do you? I are you a to... Disney, uh, qu- queer <laughs> queer. Disney queer?
1: Queer. Disney having queer. Are you a Disney whatever you are? A Disney they.
2: <laughs> <day. laughs> Disney they.
1: My perceived like gender. My perceived gender is, ma'am, sir.
2: It's it's queer, but it's quite militant. Uh,
1: so um yeah, no, I've only been to Disneyland once. And just land, not and never world.
2: Oh wow. Wow. I oh, I thought once you meant, when I was fourteen. I thought you like meant I,
0: not Disney Ocean like in <laughs> Disney Sea. Disney
2: Disney
0: okay, highlights from the battle. It's the Hubble Telescope funny reveal, but it still kills very many people somehow. Why did
1: the, why did the Hubble Telescope fire back? Why did the, defenses, the Hubble Telescope you know. look exactly like the
0: Omicron shit? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. I like what Fry says. I'm like a real sci-fi hero, like Uhura or Captain J-Way or Xena. Okay. And I actually that's, think it's a funny a joke, but it's kind joke. of progressive.
1: It's a two-fold joke that's progressive because one... Uh, there's the there's the like you know the dumb part of the joke, which is Zena of course is fantasy not sci-fi, but then there's the cool part of the joke is that Fry. Um, relates to and idolizes female sci-fi characters <laughs> in this moment <laughs> and wants to be a, 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 a lady captain, a female, a, a, ca- a captain. Why am I qualifying it? He wants to be yeah. a captain. <laughs>
0: Pretty problematic of you, Jax. Um I like when the Hubble telescope blows captain. up. I like when the Hubble telescope <laughs> blows up and it's a parody of the Death Star explosion except for a, a truck tire <laughs> flies out <laughs> towards the camera. Um, then it is revealed that it's the bigger mothership and Leela is just like, let's bounce, I don't care anymore. If we're
1: (laughs) gonna die, we could at least do it from the comfort of our own homes.
0: (laughs) So at this point, um, we cut back to the president. The president is still standing firm that they should keep sending people to die. Um, and then Zap just puts him in a bag and drags him to the Omicronians, <laughs> and everyone in the hall, like, claps. Yeah, no one stops it.
1: And the Omicronians are just there at the press conference.
0: <laughs> yeah, apparently they're already on Earth.
1: <laughs> they're just there. They were they're going to give their statement next. Um, I love that the, uh, I love that Lur leader of the planet Omicron per 8 sees, uh the wrong McNeil, and goes, this is not the McNeil we want, and then just disintegrates him. <laughs> This is the wrong person, and then d- deleted.
0: <laughs> this is not McNeil, she is an unmarried human female struggling to succeed in a male's world. Maybe that's just her excuse for being incompetent.
2: <laughs> oh I'm oh. still trying to get over you saying... Why did the Hubble telescope fire back? <laughs>
1: Why was it designed exactly like the ship? The ship they had never seen before, because this is the it first some... time the Omicronians have come to Earth.
0: Do we know that for sure?
1: I mean, I, one can assume... Maybe they've blown up the Earth a couple with all times. The way, with all the many times Lur introduces himself to the Earth. <laughs> um, anyway, oh. so... so- now that it, pieces are starting to fall into place, Fry realizes um, that he's talking about um, wh- what's her name, Tammy McNeil, <laughs> Tanya, Jenny McNeil, Jenny, Jenny McNeil, um, not Allie McBeal for you know trademark licensing rights. Um, <laughs> Fry. <sighs> Now becomes the savior of the human race because of his vast TV knowledge. He has to help recreate. But it's the so funny because it's established in the first scene that he had
0: never seen the show before because <laughs> the TV guy had to explain but what knows it was. He about
1: TV in general. True. He doesn't care about this show, but he knows enough about TV overall that he can fake it. But so they decide
0: to produce the finale to appease the aliens they're going to produce a new finale and I love that as a concept I do what I don't understand is why are these people in charge of it like why don't they have to go to the government like why is no one else doing anything
1: is the only one who knows what he's talking about. But they never about.
0: contact anybody. They're just making this in their office. The Professor's
1: a <laughs> genius, world renowned professor. I think he's if the he's laughing got an stock I-
0: of the scientific community.
2: Who would take <laughs> but him I, seriously? Like, he's got
1: an idea to save the human race. He's just going to go for it. But I he- mean, how many times did Sabrina didn't ask for permission?
2: But you'd as, think they would get like at least extras <laughs> for the jury. You'd think the cardboard cutouts would
0: like, like you know, why are least, like, there budget problems?
2: cuts? It's to save
0: the there human race. Like let's put some money into because it. Because
1: the Omicronians have threatened to raise the Earth's temperature one million degrees every day for five days. <laughs> every day, like after day one. <laughs> like uh, right. So there's a there's a hard fast timeline, so they're all trying their very best to save Earth. with Fry's TV knowledge. Leela is playing Jenny McNeil. Um, The professor is playing the judge. Zoidberg is playing the defense attorney or the... the Prosecutor prosecutor, Ramirez. Prosecutor (laughs) Ramirez. Um, Bender becomes a camera once more. Good thing we established that in in the beginning of the episode that Bender's body can do anything we need. Um, Fry is writing and directing... It's, you know, they, they're they set up for success. And they are.
0: <laughs> well, Leela doesn't want to do the part. And then. Because she
1: disagrees with it morally.
0: Yeah. And then Amy says, well, yeah. And you don't really have the thighs for a mini skirt. And she's like, give me the script. <laughs> I love that side of her.
1: Um. So we get, they, they start pulling off the ruse. They're doing okay. Um, and then they just reach a point in the script where there's no more lines because
0: Fry says, he's,
1: Fry, there's only two pages of a script. Well, it took an hour to write. I thought it would take an hour to read.
0: <laughs> As a writer, I relate to that line. <laughs> Me too.
1: How dare this not take longer? <laughs> um... So the uh, the ruse starts falling apart. They have to cut to commercial. The Omicronians are still, you know, things are still tense. Um and oh, but what happens is that Friday oh, sings the Lila Jinx, to, sing
0: the sing the song that Bender sings when they go to commercial.
1: Single female lawyer, <laughs> wearing short skirts and being self-reliant. <laughs>
0: fighting for her clients. F- fighting for her
1: clients,
0: wearing short skirts and being Sexy self-reliant. Sexy
1: skirts. From the top, from the top. <laughs> oh my God. Single female lawyer, <laughs> fighting for her clients. Sexy lady skirts and being Ugh. self-reliant. It's close w- enough.
0: We just got to move on. Brandon, thoughts on the show. Would you watch Single Female Lawyer?
2: I, I would! If they, if they get background actors, um, I think... <laughs> Wouldn't it would be really, fun if there was, was a show with, a like, a cardboard Lydia. extras, though?
0: That would be good for COVID. Just, like, cardboard cutouts. You know, a lot of movies
2: are shooting... I, I didn't know this, but, like, Marvel is using um, dummies now to cut down on on background. They're using, really? like, uh, mannequins. Uh, fuck. I love any s- series where they are into... I can't sentient. imagine
1: that. The union's happy about that, huh? The
0: mannequin union.
1: <laughs>
2: no, the, the mannequin union is thrilled. But I meant the SAG AFTRA.
1: Uh, oh, the
2: humans. Yes. Did you
1: know Fran Drescher is the president of SAG AFTRA right now? Really? Yes. If she won. She beat Anthony Rap.
2: Oh
0: shit! Oh, poor Anthony Rap.
1: <laughs> no, he was. He was very. He was a very gracious. Um, he wrote a very sweet message about. Fran Drescher taking over.
0: Oh, a gay guy likes Fran Drescher. Big surprise.
1: i love a bitch. (laughs) So, um. (laughs) You okay, mom? All thoughts have left my head. Um, Before they cut to commercial, the reason why they have to cut to commercial, I totally skipped a part, but Leela is forced to improv and proposes to the judge um (laughs) and fry makes them cut to commercial because fry knows the secret to television which is you can't shake up the formula you can't change things halfway through an episode you can't you can't shock an audience too much you're gonna leave them feeling confused and afraid and sure enough the omicronians um message earth and they're like (laughs) we do not understand Jenny McNeil's recent change in behavior. <laughs> it confuses and frightens us. Fix the show or just she won our hearts as a plucky single female lawyer yeah. and single she shall remain or else. <laughs> That's how I feel as an audience member. And you yeah. know, this really speaks to something about why I think humans watch TV or especially like fluff TV. That's just written for a broad audience to appease the masses on a Saturday night. It's because we want comfort and reliability. I, I watch, I binge watch television as a, as a, person with high anxiety and OCD. I binge watch TV shows I've already seen because knowing what's going to happen at the end and knowing that everything's going to be okay really calms me down and relaxes me. So they were on to something, that Futurama crew. <laughs> Aww.
2: that's I love how you love lore. You're such a... Little- Seriously, like you're very. When you watch things, you're fully present in 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 them.
1: I'm living inside of it.
0: Um. If by fully present you mean she's looking at her phone and sucking on a vape,
2: (gasps) that is not how how I. And then the flex. That's not how I thought you were gonna end that sentence. One um, <laughs> sucking on a
1: dick. Looking at my phone, sucking a dick, and watching the like, drama. Mom, TV's on. <laughs> no, on watch this. <laughs> uh, so, um, so, Fry has to quickly come up with an all uh, with an ending that gives the Omicronians what they want and saves the planet Earth. Um, and it's slapped together. Everything goes back to normal. The, I love the professor playing the judge saying, I can't marry you for I am dying. <laughs> Cough and then die. And then he just sits there pleased with his performance for the rest of the He gives <laughs> he a little
0: smile happens. a couple times his whenever his little little smile they talk like about it.
1: Acknowledgement. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's dead. <laughs> he's just sitting there. It's so good. Can I just say that I think Zoidberg was the only one doing a competent job? Like Leela kept Why was he ranking- the best actor? Leela <laughs> kept breaking character cause she was cause she was um angry. The professor obviously is no actor. Zoidberg he was rehearsed, he knew his lines. Yeah. <laughs> he was on Well top maybe of it's things. like
0: he has this kind of childlike relationship with the world. And I I directed a middle school play once and some of those kids they just believe it so hard that it's like, wow, (laughs) if you were on screen right now and doing, like, Death of a Salesman, you'd win an Oscar. Because they're that committed. I just
1: can't believe anyone would let you into a middle school... As it was back when I had
0: a lip ring and... A cautionary
1: and, tail. And you remember when I had
0: pur- <laughs> that purple spot in my hair? And yeah. I got the gig because a friend recommended me. And uh, after I got the gig, I met all the kids. And after I met all the kids, the, the like lady who was representing the school pulled me aside and was like yeah so you're not normally like what we would have <laughs> in the school but I think you're really good with the kids so we're gonna do this and I was like okay I thought I already had the job <laughs>
1: um, maybe if you had it reeked
0: of weed <laughs> oh I, I will say um I was 20 at the time the the premiere or no the because we did it over two weekends the last showing of the show was the night after my 21 run, my 21st <laughs> birthday, going out and drinking. And I swear I got alcohol poisoning. And I had to drive to the suburbs. And I was clearly sick. And I had to meet all the kids' parents. And I think that's why they didn't hire me the next year.
1: This you know, reminds Nick- Sorry, go ahead, Brandon. No, no, I was gonna
2: say, my first solid, concrete memory of yours, of, of, me, of you uh it was uh you were doing stand i want to say you're doing some uh, stand up somewhere i want to say you're some opening sort of ju- stand up <laughs> and you're talking you broke down how to properly pack and smoke a bowl and ever well, since people then, do it wrong well yeah but, but ever since your technique was so exact about adding a little bit of hash on top and you put some d- 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 and you layer it up like a trifle and uh i remember <laughs> and it, I, I like it influenced me and i completely forgot that like you know, in, in your head you see someone to give a first impression, and then later out over years you know them, and you forget. Like, oh, they're the same. I'm like, oh, you're the guy that was on stage talking about the weed bowl. And oh, uh, that's very,
0: that's very sweet, Brandon. I just and I knew it was. I'm gonna you. I just made the connection. let down my guard a little bit with you.
1: <laughs> well, get ready to put your guard way back up because let me know. <laughs> um, uh, your story Nick reminds me of um, a friend of mine uh, was singing three songs in an Easter service at a mega church but got laryngitis and couldn't perform that weekend and I was the only tenor one that he knew um, that was available that weekend so he, He suggested me for this job and it was very similar where I showed up to this church to rehearse these Jesus songs and the (laughs) choir director was like, when Jared told me he had found me another tenor, I, (laughs) (laughs) and we got into such a fight. She wanted me to completely recreate the performance of another person. And I was like, well, I mean, bad directing there's not a lot of time to do like for me to learn that part exactly like how that person sang it but I can definitely sing the song well you know because we had like two days to rehearse it before Easter and then she showed me YouTube of the person's performance she wanted me to recreate and he was like a 50 year old black man and I was like I'm not going to recreate this person's (laughs) performance and she was very mad Um, and then we ended up finding a way to get through the songs and I performed at this mega church on Easter, I put on my most straight passing outfit and I like, you know, styled my hair a certain way that day. I still had eyebrows at the time so I could pass a little bit more. And um They liked my performance so much that they gave me an extra tip bonus. And a bunch of little old Christians came up to me that day and said, thank you for making our Easter service so special. And it ended up like, it was this experience I was dreading and it ended up being, you know, like really kind of sweet except that I had to sit and watch the like the Jesus Resurrection pageant. Have you ever seen one of those pageants where there's a voice narrating the story and people are just pantomiming on stage? They had a technical difficulty and the boulder wouldn't move, so the people <laughs> on stage just had to keep going like, Ooh, "What are we gonna do about this boulder?"
0: <laughs> I sure wish Jesus would arrive, like
1: <laughs> just pantomiming.
0: How
2: Time about you, Brandon? Like... You ever fucked an altar boy? <laughs> um, at, no, but as an altar boy, I have been fucked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, strangely, by another altar boy. No, I, I. Um, <laughs> I was an altar boy briefly. I, if I remember correctly, I was Catholic and I went to catechism. I remember and Remember
1: correctly, I was Catholic. Well, I remember
2: doing <laughs> the ceremonial bullshit, but it all just seems very like robes and humming in, from a distance. I don't remember what it was I did, but I remember being part of something ceremonial in the Catholic Church. But, uh, and, and they made humming. you go into a box and talk about your worst, your darkest moments to some pervert.
1: <laughs> and it awful. inspired the website yesfather.com um which, yes, which got bought by yes daddy
2: which got bought by go daddy <laughs> which got um,
1: pu- bought by puff diddy
2: which is-
0: slight uh, side bead. side question side question this episode is about a series finale what are some of your favorite series finales cuz it's a hard thing oh. to pull off i think futurama has a strong one I just watched the insecure season or series finale. It was it was series really good.
1: Finale. Um Seinfeld I- is
0: famously panned, but I watched it recently. I kinda liked it.
2: What I thought The Office ended on America. a really good note because they opened a lot of doors, and I thought for one hour of television, they they sealed as many of those doors shut. They sealed all and, the exits. <laughs> I liked. It. I, I watched it, and, and I got together all my friends who would wait. I used to watch The Office with almost like a decade before it was seasons one and two. We'd all gather and watch The Office, and then we gathered for the finesse. So I just associated with like this warm, like all of my old friends getting together and watching it. And, yeah. It was, uh, most of the time, I, I, Seinfeld, I just remember the prison thing. I don't remember much of that. Fin- they were in a court.
0: Yeah. Well, it was cute because they got to have all the guest stars from the, the old episodes oh, come yes. and testify against them.
1: When a show ended um, back then, it, it was like they didn't know how to end shows back then because everyone hated every series finale. Like Roseanne's series finale was panned. Um, well, that
0: one was like in a in a snow globe, right? It
1: was all, it was all a book she was writing. Um, oh, shit. So, yeah, um, blah, blah, blah. I, I oh, really do think- Oh, the snow globe
0: thing from St. Elsewhere. So the thing, do, do you know that one? No. It was some mm. stupid show about a um, hospital in the '80s, and in the last episode, they revealed that the entire show took place in the snow globe of like a, a <laughs> child with special needs. <laughs> but the thing oh. about it is, there yeah, was there was crossover characters there was crossover characters insane Elsewhere, so you can extrapolate that like Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, like <laughs> Law and Order, all these shows technically take place inside that snow globe <laughs> because of the crossover characters. Well,
1: thank you for making sure I never watch this show. Not um, <laughs> like I was planning on it. I really have to say that I think Futurama's multiple series finales are my favorite. (laughs) I guess the first series finale, they didn't know it was gonna be the end. They didn't know they were being canceled. But when it did get canceled after season three, and I thought that was, and it was essentially the series finale, I thought that's a pretty good note to go out on. And then when they really did finish it, you know, like 20 years later.
0: (laughs) Wait, was the last one the um, Harmonium?
1: The 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 uh, the, or the bees cast. the the um you know the no it's the a harmonium
0: one. isn't that what no. it's called
1: no it's, it's something about a projection a it's not a harmonium uh, it's the a holophone. harmonium it's the harmonium <laughs> <Holophoner. laughs> anyway that opera with the devil good um, oh. okay we're getting so sidetracked sorry Brandon back no, to the actual no. episode I love
2: good finales oh my god I hope <laughs> you can bring me back to the finale of this show and we'll do it, oh, it good we'll idea. do it nude because we can't get cancelled after the last episode we'll do it like Seinfeld like and we'll idea. have
0: all of the past guests come in and testify against us yeah, testify <laughs> against
1: us in space court and we're in one of those little machines and you can just be. oh great <laughs> episode <laughs> can't um, wait for that one <laughs> Okay, so, mm-hmm. um back to the show at hand Mm -hmm. they um they quickly tie up all the loose ends that were created in the improv um it's it's schlocky it's slapped together but the Omicronians buy it and then they need a moment to discuss things around the The water (laughs) cooler cooler. (laughs) um and Fry reveals that all anyone wants out of television is for everything to go back to exactly how it was in the beginning um (laughs) Which is a a very, you know, especially animated television. I feel like animated television, they always like destroy the planet every episode and the next episode, everything's fine. And I do kind of come to rely on that from... That's probably why I watch so many animated shows is I just want to know that even if the world explodes next week, they're still going to be there for me.
0: I like, um, when the world gets saved, you see a black man hug a white man, uh, a Jewish man (laughs) hug a Palestinian, and then a a nun hugs a clown. (laughs) It's like, these are the the great conflicts on Earth. (laughs) These (laughs) are the
1: great conflicts on Earth. Um... So the Omicronians give the episode a C plus, not not great, but uh, um, and but passing. And then they take yes. off to watch a, a thousand year old <laughs> Leno monologue. <laughs> um, so Fry has saved the Earth. Is this the first time Fry saved the Earth at this point? We know <laughs> Fry saves the Earth a lot throughout the show. He does. Uh, um, but this is one of the, one of the early times that Fry saves the Earth um, with his vast knowledge of television. I feel like if aliens came and the only way to defeat them or get them to leave was a vast knowledge of video games. Nick would be the fry in that situation. you know, mm-hmm. not very smart, but because he's an idiot savant in this one subject, like he's actually quite useful.
0: <laughs> She's just mad that I'm better at video games than her. Better
1: is a relative term. I'm good at the the video games I I play. I'm good at the video games I play. You got your games, I got mine.
2: (laughs) 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 What games are you best at, each of you? Hmm. I I
1: think at this point, I would definitely kick Nick's ass at Overwatch if we were on opposing teams. Um, I'm currently playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I've been trying to finish this game for years, but I just keep getting sidetracked.
0: I will say I I fucking kick ass at Animal Crossing. (laughs) I got that game (laughs) fucking figured out. I got six houses on my island. One of them's a haunted house. One of them's a deli. Oh, I got a great island.
2: Ooh, I like both of those kinds of places. Um, Brandon, do you play video games? Just on my phone, but I'm amazing at Hungry Shark. You ever play that? Hungry? Sh- it's yeah. satisfying as shit. It's, it's, it, they they, I, they it's I just like games that are that I could just zone out at the airport or something while I'm waiting and anywhere I could just turn on this and I could do it for hours. And oh, I, I can beat
0: her at Hearthstone. I can beat you at Hearthstone. Hearthstone. Yeah, you can. Is But
1: not on Battlegrounds. I've gotten really good at Battlegrounds. What's your ranking? <clears throat> like uh, 7000 something. Okay, Seven. fine. I'm
0: in the 6,000s. You would beat me in Battlegrounds.
2: Um, Battlegrounds, is that a butch kind of game? Like the Call of Warfare <laughs> shit?
1: <laughs> it's actually uh, based on World of Warcraft and it's like a card game. <laughs>
2: So yes,
1: it's like fantasy poker. It's like fantasy role playing poker. Um, (coughs) Brandon, you have you have a phone game. Go ahead and plug your phone game while we have you on our
2: podcast. I always forget that I do it. What's it called? Showtime. It's called Showtime Shenan. Well, I have two games. There's one a, that's a match three. That's that's um, Showtime. One shenanigans. of those bejeweled type games. It is one of those. But look at this one. This one's my. Look at that. There's Helen. You can't really see her.
1: <laughs> but that one.
2: And that one's that one's the app I'm really proud of. That's just brand. Oh, it it looks like this. I haven't opened it since we released it, but Balls, balls of, of Fortune. fortune. I, yes. And that's just a magic eight ball. You ask it questions and then shake the phone and then I, you can select from... But does it any- accidentally call the um, emergency services at the same time? <laughs> that's true. You sound like you have a problem and the cops are on their way to help. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: uh, so for our listeners, that's that's the episode, right? We, we covered all of the episode?
2: I think so, I think.
1: The aliens take off. Every uh, the world's saved, and Fry says everyone wants everything to go back to normal. At the end of the episode, and then they pan out, and the Earth is destroyed, <laughs> and everything. <laughs> but we know it's gonna be it's gonna be smooth sailing next week when we come back for more Futurama. They'll figure this, it out. We have some questions we always ask. Um, yes, we always ask our guests. Uh, did you enjoy this episode of Futurama?
2: I enjoyed this episode of Futurama very much. Very nostalgic for me to go back and watch another episode. Would you watch more?
1: Like, are you going? Are you going to watch more of it?
2: Yes, I was going to say I, I watching this and then hearing you talk about because I haven't seen the newer ones that they've done, uh, the newer seasons. So I want to kind of see that. And hearing your review of how it ends makes me want to go watch it, knowing that everything's going to be okay.
1: <laughs> Makes you want a hot dog real bad. Real bad. Um, <laughs> I went
2: on a Coolidge deep dive last night on YouTube, by the way. And you're, every, there are a few celebrities where anytime I see them, I can't help but think <laughs> you probably saw that footage of them already. Jennifer Coolidge, yeah. Wendy McClendon, Covey I think that's her name. The yeah. which, holy shit. How cool was that that she reposted? Oh my
1: gosh. Brandon sent me a clip of her from the new Reno 911 special and says uh, he felt like I'm um, Wendy McClendon Covey from a different universe from a different timeline. Then I posted it and Wendy McClendon Covey um reposted it. And then I wrote to her, I absolutely adore you. And she said, and I, you lady of ladies,
2: it was, oh. And then you told me she responded immediately after she, she responded to the because I went to, I took a nap right after I <laughs> sent you that. Well, I didn't, I was. I gotta I send just,
1: Jinx this right before my nap.
2: If you look, oh, if you open our, our <laughs> iPhone th- and you look at the photos we've shared, uh, most of the things I've sent you are things that might be of you, and <laughs> and uh, not what you think, and, uh, and and so I just sent that, and then I take a nap. I wake up, and both you and her have reposted it. And I, I, it, it made my day, but. Uh, yeah, and that scene was so funny. The movie, I did not care for very much, but her little bits and performances, even in the background, she was so good.
1: I love her so much. I watched um, a lot more of the Goldbergs than I was actually interested in because I don't think I'm its target audience, but I watched You're it for her. You're absolutely the target audience. <laughs> I, I, I do kind of like just a warm-hearted family um, Yeah. Family Feel sitcom. Do you
2: Remember a uh, Malcolm in the Middle, Francis's hot uh, cadet partner guy. Oh, that he was, in, was hot. Oh, yeah. The Do you remember that one. guy? Okay, I was at a party recently, and that that guy was talking to me, and I'm looking at him, going, "I know you from somewhere. You're older than I saw you last, but I know you from somewhere, and you used to be hot." Well, I mean, he's actually. I will say, he's still very, very good looking. But I'm like. A younger version of you is in my head from something. And I'm like, has he done porn? Has he done that? And I didn't want to ask him. And then I saw an episode of Malcolm in the Middle. I'm like, I had a conversation with him and he's charming and wonderful.
1: Anyway, Brandon, (laughs) my final question for you, um, having seen this episode of Futurama and discussed it with us, this is probably the most important question I'm going to ask, but who in the Futurama universe would you do?
2: Um, probably, z- z- probably zap or uh, or or, 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 or um, oh fuck Alien, what that? Kiff, Kiff, probably. Kif. I mean, now Kiff. I was not Are you just trying to have as,
1: a three-way with Kiff and Zab?
2: Well, if that's on, the... I, w- I didn't know that was an option. But uh, when when I was younger, I didn't see. I think I, my 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 appreciation for like more effeminate men like it became into existence uh, as I aged. Because when I was a kid, I didn't think of Kiff as like, oh, he's just like this little. But then I'm like, oh, Kiff's probably got a tight asshole.
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's funny what things you can be open to once you de- deprogram the brainwashing that our society has foisted on us since birth um.
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> life is a vegas buffet with all sorts of countries' foods right there for you and it, some people just stay in in one kind of they like the octopus or they like the the puss i don't know but well
1: you know what um uh, s- uh, same thing is true in both scenarios. Don't fill up on the shrimp. So
2: <laughs> Don't fill up on the shrimp. I love this for a clipped character that slowly comes into a sentence.
1: It's because uh, Futurama's <laughs> set in New York. is my New York new you know. dialect over here. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. So, Brandon, thank you so much for being a guest today on I'm 40% Podcast. Um, we are uh, doing new episodes once again now that it's the new year so everyone listening be sure to um uh search for i'm 40 Percent" podcast listen and subscribe you can see the video version on youtube on the jinx monsoon youtube channel and we will be back next week with a brand new episode of I'm 40% Podcast. Thank you, Brandon, for being our guest. Thank you, Nixahoya, for doing the bare minimum as usual. And um, I'll see you all next week.